A lot of you have been waiting for this, and after many weeks of stalling and procrastination, here we are. Tegastar Part 2. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the episode, I just want to say uh, thanks for the massive support on the last episode that I posted, amassing 67 plays on the first week of it being published, and apparently you guys liked it, and it was really, I just think that that's amazing. But since uh, this episode has been delayed enough, I'm not going to stall anymore. So, without further ado, here's Tiger Star, part two. Yay, that rhymes. Psst. Hey, by the way, this episode will definitely contain spoilers for Warrior Cats. But the one book or couple books that will not be spoiled are the super editions that Tiger Stars in because I've banned myself from wasting money on stupid super editions. Also, if you're a Lion Blaze fan, I'm sorry. Should I start with a mysterious quote? Why not? I have learned to walk in the paths of dreams and I have time. All the time in the world. <laughs> when they have destroyed that mangy kitty pet. I'll make them leaders of their clans and show them what true power is. <laughs> so, where do we leave off? Oh yeah, Tigerstar died. As most of you know, Tigerstar lived on after death in the warrior cat equivalent of Heck. We all know that Tigerstar was not done with the clans, and he was planning his revenge. <laughs> anyway, he started to train cats in their dreams, specifically his sons Bramble Boy and Hawkfrost. He took advantage about how little they knew about uh, his murder sprees and convinced his son that he was a good cat and that he changed. Classic tricks the protagonist into thinking they've changed and then takes over. Cliche. It's been done before with Moonwatcher and Wings of Fire and... I can't think of another. <laughs> anyway, he reveals his true intentions when he tells them to take over their clans by Hawkfrost killing Misty Star and Bramble Boy killing Firestar, and both of them to take over their clans and pressure Shadow Clan and Wing Clan to join their cause. And the chance comes when Firestar falls into a fox trap made by, you guessed it, pollution making stinky two legs. Hawkfrost comes up beside, behind Firestar and reveals that this was all a setup to get Bramble Boy to kill Firestar and take over ThunderClan. Well, it didn't work because Bramble Boy is a loyal ThunderClan warrior and he did the logical thing that any cat would do, turned around and murdered his brother in cold blood. Totally logical. Anyone would do that. Okay, Bramble Boy, there's a difference between letting someone go and brutally murdering them. Am I the only one that has a problem with that? I probably am. You see, while I'm writing this script, I'm not relying off of my memory on the books. I'm relying off the Warrior Cats wiki because my memory is so dang bad. But if you know that I'm missing something, please tell me. I need help. Anyway, Tiger Star was not help happy with this, as you can imagine, and his hatred from the for the Warrior Code grew as with cats being noble and doing the right thing ah sorry that hurt my throat just trying to say that you don't get me started on being a good protagonist ah worst thing ever a hawk frost joined tiger star in the dark forest and their manacle plans grew to destroy the clans once and for all 
And then he turns to training another cat in his dreams. The most boring cat in Warriors. Give it up for Brackenfur. Sorry, Owl Flight. Oh, wait. I just checked the stripped, and apparently... Oh, uh, give it up for the most boring protagonist in Warrior Cats. Give it up for Lion Paw slash Lion Blaze. Woo! Uh, note to the audience, while I was writing the script, I forgot what Lion Paw's warrior name was and had to look it up. I guess that's just how boring he is. So he started training him in his dreams, teaching him the regular evil bad guy stuff. The death bite, the death scratch, the death um, death. What I'm trying to convey here is that he taught him how to help cats sleep forever. Uh, anyway. So, Lime Paw becomes even more stricken, freaking strong and stuff and starts to beat his mentor when they're training. And Ashfur, his mentor, is like, what the heck, dude? How are you this strong? Anyway, his sense of strength is Lion Blaze's only talent, as he was lacking in the smarts. And it took him so long to realize, oh, maybe this guy who's training me how to kill isn't a good cat. Hmm, these logical thoughts are hurting my brain. Mm, ow, I think I'm going to get a donut. Yes, Lion Blaze, he's bad. Get that through your thick head and get me a donut too. I'm definitely overreacting here. Tiger Star probably used the like, I'm a Star Clan cat or tr trick or something. Will I stop razzing on Lion Blaze? No, it's pure comedy gold, dude. Anyway, things aren't going well for Tiger Star. He's had two failures, and Cap's kept on figuring out that he was the child-killing mass murderer tyrant manipulator that he was. How could he solve that problem? Oh, maybe he could get that old Blue Star costume out of the closet and pretend to be her. Oh, wait. No, he sold that on eBay two moons ago for $60 so he could buy Machiavelli's The Prince. He had really enjoyed that book. It taught him blackmailing, genocide, the whole package. The book that every supervillain needs. Get it today. If you call 30 minutes after you see this ad, you will get 30% off free shipping on your... Oh, wait, this isn't an ad. Back to the script. What about training cats in their dreams and telling them that they were from Star Clan? Yes, identity theft. That would be great. That is exactly what they did. Tiger Star became sort of the Al Capone of warriors, as he was ruthless. More cats had joined their claws, and I don't even know how many cats were in the Dark Forest. I've read Dawn of the Clans and all of the Warrior Cats books, but I don't think... I don't know how there would be so many condemned cats in this hellscape. Anyway, ignoring that problem that only I seem to have a problem with, let's continue. Let's talk about politics. No, not real-life politics. Cat politics in the Dark Forest. There's kind of a leadership with the whole bad guys taking over the clans. I'm just going to call it the DFCD for short. Or the Dark Forest Cult Democracy. Even though it's not a democracy, it's more of a, I don't know, dictatorship or something. Anyway, in the DFCD, Broken Star is the leader, with Tiger Star sort of being a vice president or a general to Broken Star. I have a theory about this. If one of the DFCD won, then Tiger Star might have tried to kill Broken Star and steal the throne for himself. But this is another thing. Tiger Star says... In the final battle, in the last hope with Tiger Star, when asked why he was doing all this killing, he said it was all to kill him. So this is a lighthearted theory for you. This sort of means that Tiger Star is a vengeful spirit, lingering around after death and taking revenge out 
on those who've wronged him. Also, in myth, they are also said to become vengeful when they're not giving a proper burial. And was Tiger Star ever buried that we know of? No, there's not even a mention of him getting buried. Not by Firestar, not by the reigns of Tiger Clan, not even by Darkstripe. That's why his top priority, priority in the book is to kill Firestar. Everything lines up. This has gone on way too long, so... Uh, enough with the mini-theory, back to the episode. Let's cut to the exciting bits. This is what I like to call the final battle. Not because it was a huge battle which required the clans to put aside their differences and work together to stop a force of evil, but because it was Firestar versus Tigerstar, the battle that everyone wanted to see. And to quote the wiki, Tigerstar against Firestar, which had been brewing ever since Firestar stepped into the forest as a cave are you ready for me to describe in full detail the events of the fight and how it affected the clans forever? Well, too bad. You're not going to hear it. Not yet, at least. I'm going to show you my favorite MAP in the fandom, and this is the very thing to show you about this very thing. So, here you go. Here it is. <laughs> I'm not going to show it to you. That's illegal. It's called copyright. Check that rule out. But I've left a link in the description to the map, and please check it out, check it out uh, before listening to this next part, or else. Anyway, it's such an amazing climax, in my opinion, and honestly, there's not much else to say. Firestar kills Tigerstar, and since his destiny had been complete, he died too. So there's actually a bit of confusion with this that I've seen that where people say that Tiger Star killed Firestar, but no, Firestar killed Tiger Star, and then lightning struck a nearby tree and it fell on him and killed him. And that's the end to season one. Crazy, right? I am telling the truth that I would never, never in one million years when I started the podcast that... I would think that things would get to this place that they are today. I loved every part of it. My, my favorite part was interacting with you. It's been so fun with the people who I collaborate with, like Brambleheart, Ravenblaze, Alflight, Wolfsong, and Ivy Cloud. This has really been an experience. So thank you so much. I will do my three specials. But here is sort of what to expect uh, around the next month or two. I'll post my three specials and I'll break. I'll do a few Wings of Fire episodes. And for those of you who don't ring weed, read Wings of Fire, this might be a good time to check out other podcasters like Warrior Cats, What's That? and others. But thanks a lot. I really mean it. So for now, Otter for Out. Scary skeletons and shivers down your spine Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight 